0: Two.
1: Two. Two 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 Podcast. Daddy Dave. and Steve are awesome. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'm trying to is that is that the normal piece tea that you usually get, or is that a new one?
0: It's a different. I've gotten that one. <clears throat> My favorite one is Snowberry. Yeah, but they didn't have Snowberry. They really let me down at the old bombs. Job. What's it called? Um. Johnny Joe's. Johnny Joe's.
1: Johnny Joe's. Johnny Joe. Joes, Johnny, Joes, Johnny, Joes, Johnny Johnny Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. I mean, the, the name of the store is Johnny Joe's, but that's not how the song goes there. No. Like the good old Adam Sandler sloppy Joe's. A sloppy sloppy
0: Joe. I really yeah. want to see that movie. Which one? That he got. Oh, Uncut Gems. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that? I have not, man. It's supposed to be great yeah it is it's supposed to he got the best actor for the independent spirit award oh yeah and I watched his Adam Sandler is going to be Adam Sandler and he got up there and he's doing that voice I want to thank everybody <laughs> and he read this long old thing dropping the F-bomb non-stop and yeah he's like I just want to thank my kids for telling me to do this movie because <laughs> so they read the script and
1: yeah did you ever see his newest uh, stand-up that yes. he did on Netflix? Yeah,
0: that makes you cry at the end because oh, he, he does a tribute to, to
1: Chris, Chris Farley? Farley. Oh yeah, and you can download the song and even download the song. Like if you've seen the stand-up, even downloading the song is like it's still like pretty tough, man. You're just like, oh my goodness, really? Like because you, you've seen the images that go with it and all like this good stuff, and it's just
0: like, yeah, I think he did. An- here, I think he'd done the song the first time I saw the song. I think he did it on Saturday Night Live. Oh, really? I think he, for some reason, I think he was on Saturday Night Live, and that's when the first time I saw that. Yeah, I think something you're right. I think like he was that. I think he was the host of Saturday Night, and Night and Live it just to like, promote. just ripped it. us, me and my wife. Oh, you know, yeah. Were like, <laughs> oh, dude.
1: <laughs> Whatever he yeah. what talks about, Lunch Lady Land and all like that. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, uh, yesterday is, is kind of funny because yesterday <laughs> Ashley came by, they swung by, picked me up. And his, his, his son, his, like, I, don't, I guess his son had ever been to my house or whatever, but he wanted to see the star Wars
0: room and stuff like oh, that. Oh, really? And it's, it's, it's great because oh, you're the coolest, <laughs> you're like officially probably in his head the coolest adult well, ever. Yeah. That's how
1: my, that's how I am with my youngest nephew, Carl. Like that's how I am with him. Like, he's like, you know, like he just, it was, it was so funny because he just walks in and he just goes, whoa. I was <laughs> it's like, it's like, why yeah, aren't yeah. all adults this cool, why, right? Why don't they love cool stuff like this? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it, it, so it's, it's, it's always kind of fun to, especially, I mean, cause I even get that reaction from like adults and stuff like that. When are they coming here and or whatnot? And sometimes people are just like quiet and you're like, okay, so what is there? they having like a mixed reaction on this thing or whatever. And then they turn around and, like, Dude, that's that's pretty impressive. Or whatever. You're like, oh, okay, cool. All right, good.
0: Well, yeah. either like this guy's lost his mind, <laughs> right? Or it's was, like, damn it, my yeah. wife would never let me do this. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, Ashley brought some stuff up, and uh, you were probably wondering what was going on with this brown paper bag. Well, does it have anything to do with um, your adventure yesterday, or is this something else? It does. This is something else, though. Uh, it- hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to Two BT. My name is Michael. Hey, I'm David. Yeah, that's
1: backwards. Uh, I know, right? It threw me off, but I was like, okay, be ready to go, be ready to go, be ready to go. It doesn't
0: sound right, because... I still liked it, though. It's you good. You do much better job. Nah, you man. Should, let's reboot. I think you did you, it great. No, you do it. I, I don't... Hey, everybody. Welcome to 2BT. I'm David. I'm uh, Michael. Oh, yeah. So that's how. It, see, that feels right. Yeah. I would not have been able to go through the rest of the day feeling... Right. Yeah, so, it hadn't gone correctly. Yeah,
1: it did. It was just a little bit off. So Ashley brought these up to me yesterday. And I kind of thumbed through them and stuff like that. But it's a big old paper bag. It is a big old paper bag. I'm just going to hand it over to you. Uh oh. Yeah.
0: Because
1: I'm gifting it to you.
0: Oh, geez. That's a lot of stuff. Holy crap. Dude.
1: Yeah. It's a bunch of Star Wars comics. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ashley Glenn gifted it to me those are those are bags obviously there's <laughs> some bags there's some bags and boards in there okay so i don't need to look for those so yeah you don't have to you don't have to probably probably don't have to oh, buy wow. bags and boards that's for
0: a while so dang that's a bunch it's like
1: yeah i think it, it think it's like I, i'm pretty sure it's just all the marvel line yeah
0: um, that's a but, bunch of comics in there man the think, dark yeah. vader
1: yeah it's it's all the marvel i think it's all the marvel star wars line I, I, not the entire line, obviously. There's not enough books in there for the entire line. No, but there's, but there's it's quite like, a few it's, in there. There's
0: like the cores. And throwers. I was like.
1: Yeah. And since I've been having to thin down my collection, I mean, at, he, Ashley texted me about two weeks ago and asked me if I wanted those because we had gotten them from another friend whose husband was collecting them. And he's kind of had to do the same thing where he's kind of had to like thin out his like collection of stuff and all like this crap or whatever. And she gave those to Ashley, and he and I were supposed to split them up. He and I were supposed to split them up. And then, like, he was like, well, dude, I'm... Because I don't have the space for comic books and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, he asked me if I wanted them. I was like, well, sure, I want them. I can't
0: move. <laughs> Here, go I'm you. afraid the
1: bag's going to rip. Dude, that bag is like at like like the structural integrity oh, of that see. bag is at zero.
0: That's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, it, th- that Darth Vader book is awesome. I, now, I haven't ever read the Chewbacca one.
1: Yeah. Oh, is, is the Chewbacca one in there? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even know they did a
0: Chewbacca line. They're like, oh, let me look at that. Real <laughs> really? No, no. Dude, I
1: would love to read it, but... I've got a ton of comic books that I still haven't even read yet myself. So it's yeah. kind of like pointless for me to read them or even try to start because it's like, I might read like five, six books and then run out of time to do it and, and get lost and caught up yeah. on doing yeah. something else or whatever, you know? So, so, but yeah, so he brought those over, uh, yesterday, and I was like, okay, cool. And like, whenever you text me earlier about like wanting to record, and I was like, all right, cool. So I well, can just no, go no, ahead I and pass the them heck, off. heck out of that, man. Yeah, those are those are awesome. Yeah, but yeah, man, we went to. Uh, he came by and we went up to Pauls Valley, Oklahoma, yesterday. Straight up I thirty five. Straight up I thirty five. Now people are probably going like, why the hell did you go to Pauls Valley, Oklahoma? Because You know, Paul's Paul's Valley, Oklahoma is not a very big place. No, there's nothing there.
0: There's not. So kind of you, you just drive
1: through it. Yeah, Um, it's kind of like one of those weird towns to where like it's got a small. Bit of it right there off of thirty five, but mm-hmm. as you drive like a mile down the road going into Paul's Valley, is one of it really kind of like
0: a lot of start spreading when out they build and seeing 35, stuff. Thirty five—that's the way a lot of the towns are. It's like all you get is the gas stations and hotels and motels. Yeah, the actual town is probably about a half mile to a mile off. Yeah, yeah, which- exactly kind of nice probably for the people in the towns I
1: guess. Oh yeah. It's funny because like you were asking me earlier if it was like a Mennonite area like had like like furniture to buy like oh, home h- homemade honey and stuff like that. I think or it is. I think it is. I think you're right. I just remember like we pulled in like we got there we pulled into Paul's Valley yesterday about like I guess it was probably about like uh, 12 1130 12 somewhere in there and uh stopped at Arby's to go in and eat And, like, I'm not too out of the ordinary. I've got a pretty big beard and a bald head. But, like, man, everybody in that place was staring at me like you wouldn't believe. I was just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, the freaks are in town. What the heck's going on here? But uh, we uh, went up to the, uh, the Toy and Action Figure Museum in Paul's Valley. They're open Monday through Saturday. Monday through Saturday, they're open 10 to 5. And Sundays are open 1 to 5
0: very 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 cool when you said you were going i'm like wait one well two things one your your brother said he's going to the bread store yeah and then you (laughs) said you're going to the toy museum yeah and i'm like wait there's a toy museum yeah (laughs) wait there's a bread store yeah and i was excited for both of those Uh, but yours was like paul's valley i'm like I thought it was going to be like somewhere in the metroplex or yeah. a suburb, you know, Richardson, or
1: you would think, man, that's kind of what I was thinking, also. Like, you wouldn't figure that there would be a a, a toy and action figure museum all the way, like, in and I, I mean, uh, no offense to anybody that lives in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma, but it's Podunk, Oklahoma, man. I mean, that's all there is to it. I mean, just like I live in Podunk, Texas, you know, it's Podunk, Oklahoma, that you would never figure. I mean, the two big selling points of Pauls Valley, Oklahoma, is that they have a depot museum a train depot museum not even train museum but a train depot museum and a <laughs> yeah, yeah right because they're like oh the people have done train museums all over the place we'll do a train depot museum well right? but i mean like you, you would figure there'd be some pretty neat stuff i guess in there like spittoons and mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and telegraph machines or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they had the action figure museum and the action figure museum was very cool, man. Like I was like really kind of, I'd seen pictures of it. So I kind of knew what to expect a little bit. I think one of our aunts went up there like quite a while ago mm-hmm. or stopped by or something like that because I'd seen pictures that one of them sent to me. And was like, hey, you need to go check this out at some point in time. And, and so, uh, I'd seen it. I knew, I knew about it and I knew it was up in Paul's Valley. I just never had made the op, you know, taking the chance, taking the time to really go up there and go do it because, you know, from here, it's about a good hour and a half drive. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, it's a pretty good drive. It's, it's not, I mean, it's easy day trek or whatever, but yeah, man, it's very super cool. They, they do, uh, you know, as you're, as you're paying, you know, to to do the tour thing, it's only five bucks. Five bucks to get in. Yeah, five so bucks to bad. get in. So not bad at all. Five bucks to get in. And as you're paying to get in, the, the lady, you know, running the cash, cash register tells you to uh, look for Waldo.
0: They have a little where's Waldo where's action Waldo, figure. Yeah. And so you try to find him. You know, and it's. <laughs> and that's kind of hard to do from the pictures I saw that you took. It's like, yeah, it's gonna be hard because it's like your room exploded to the size of a oh yeah store yeah no exactly and it's i'd say like
1: because it's funny because Stephen was asking me how big it was and i was like man i don't really even know how to describe on how big it was it might be maybe like in a a, a building that's maybe i would say maybe five to ten thousand square feet or something like that so it's pretty it's not like a giant museum right, or anything right. like that but it's still a pretty good sized museum for it to be an action figure museum. And the way they've got it set up is really, really cool because you walk in and then there's like a G.I. Joe section. Oh, And yeah. they've got the 12 inch G.I. Joes all the way to the three and three quarter G.I. Wow. Joes. So it's kind of neat because it actually kind of goes in order of them. And then you go from the G.I. Joe section and then they've got, uh, what they call the adult the adult easy now. The, the, yeah, no, 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 no. It's not adult It's the adult collector's room or something like that. And that's that's the picture that I sent y'all. That was a video that was yeah. all the 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 action figures like on the wall and then just like all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I should have taken a picture of the plaque because they kind of had this whole little story that went along with it and stuff like that. That was actually pretty neat. And uh you know, and it, you know, they've got like a bed there, but there's like just i i took i took a quite a few pictures i'll be posting along with the show one of the show posts on twitter yeah yeah uh so that way people can get an idea of what i'm talking about because it was really neat because like i mean you just think of the action figures and they had them like they had like neca action figures of like kurt cobain and kiss and stuff like that and then they had like you know any marvel and then spawn and then dc and then Star Wars wow. and, and and some some action figures that I used to really dig that were like these little robot type dudes. They were called Exo Squad, and it was like uh-huh. the little little guys in them, and they wore like a, a mech type suit type thing. And there were some of those mixed in there, like you pretty much name it. And it was in this whole setup of like the adult collector's bedroom. Like it was really neat. There's like a giant. Uh, it looked like a Balrog. I think is what it was. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh. You know. Of course, Godzilla. There was like three Millennium Falcons. Like different stuff. There was like a looked like a car from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang that was being driven by like. Cobra Commander and stuff. There was wow. just some really neat little fun things that they did with the setup that's that cool. really made it like set there and made you want to sit there and look at it and be like, okay, what can I find that's kind of funny going on?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, they had an Ewok Village that I was like super like envious about because I was like, oh my god, that's an Ewok Village. It's like complete that they've got sitting in the middle of this display and stuff. It was just it was just really neat. And then like you go from that the the line that we took, we went from that. And went back, and it was like the Batman room. And they oh. had, and they, well, I take that back. Hold on. Rewind just a little bit. But you went from that to, like, I think what was a collector's focus or a sculptor's focus. They were kind of focusing on, like, the sculptor that sculpts for NECA. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I can't think of the guy's name. I want to say it's, like, Ken Wilkinson or something like that. But, anyways, like, NECA does some really, really detailed, really intricate figures yeah, of like yeah. the sculpts, the paints, everything on them are super cool. They're really sought after by collectors and things like that, but they don't have like the Star Wars, like licensee or whatever, you know, they do like, they've done some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They do a lot of movies type yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, like, uh, uh, I guess you could say like cult classic style movies like you know like Aliens and, and oh, Predator yeah. and 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 uh, RoboCop RoboCop Texas Chainsaw Massacre a lot of the horror stuff is usually mm-hmm. like Neca and stuff like that and then uh, they had that collect that 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 artist focus and from that you go further back and it's the Batcave and this insane like Batman like set up it was great like it was very cool to see all these batman toys and then you kind of go around and then it really got into like a star wars area and i was looking at that and it's just like it was it was really neat because like a lot of the stuff i was like oh okay so this is what this is and this is what this is i've
0: got that mine's a better version of that and see, like- I, i've <laughs> been wanting to ask you how, i mean how good of a star wars section was oh it was it was it was very good like it
1: wasn't like super hyper star wars focused uh but like, uh, you, like, there was, there was a big Star Wars presence there. And like, I was kind of like glad that they didn't have like a, uh, a, a massive Star Wars focus just because like, I want to go in and see like other stuff, the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Getting to see a little bit of Star Wars focus was pretty cool. Like, they had like the Star Wars action figures, some of the original carded figures from like the Kenner line back in the 70s and 80s and just kind of like on up. Like, it was, it was very neat. And you kind of go into this one room and they, had one side of the room was nothing but star wars stuff and like that side of it was nothing but star wars and on the other side was kind of like another mishmash of like science fiction toys that was like just about every version of the enterprise that you can think of and doctor who oh, yeah. and and oh yeah and uh lost in space and and all sorts of stuff dude it was just very cool man like it's one of those like we were up there we probably spent like maybe two and a half, maybe three hours inside the museum. Just kind of like looking because one of the things that they do also is like they posted a, I didn't notice it till later, but they posted a thing as you're walking through it. And it's like, says like, uh, uh, Be on the lookout for uh, Carl, the Naboo security guard. He's late for work or what. He's he's wandered off in the museum and he's late for work. If you see him, tell him blah, blah, blah or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you have like little... I won't call it a scavenger hunt, but like just like a, a hunt, just kind of like they said whenever we were paying to go in yeah. to like look for Waldo. To make you stuff. focus a little bit more. Yeah, to make you focus a little bit more. So we had actually finished the museum and, so, and then whenever we saw, you know, saw the wanted poster type thing for Carl, the Naboo security guard. And I was like, oh, well, crap. Now I got to find Carl. And so, yeah, we went back through. I found Carl. So I was like happy about that cuz we we were all like oh now it's a competition now whoever finds Carl first is the winner like yeah. we didn't win anything obviously except for just like getting the the bragging rights and I got right. to, got the bragging rights but yeah it was it was fun man it was a really cool time uh very 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 neat uh display it's uh selected as one of Time Magazine's 50 authentic American experiences Okay. Uh, over thirteen thousand action figures and toys in the collections, prototypes, and behind the scenes displays, interactive areas for kids, action figure hall of fame, and home of Oklahoma cartoonist collection. And that was kind of neat. They did have like this whole little, uh, you know, those things that you flip through and look at posters. Mm-hmm. They had a setup like that that was Oklahoma car- cartoonist. So they really? have like the the they have like a bio of the the cartoonist mm-hmm. and then you flip through and have like different pages of cartoons that they did. Like one dude was all the way back from like 1939 and stuff like that. And some political cartoonists and some, it was pretty neat.
0: And you got to find out, you know, like, did you talk to the guy or yeah, I actually talked Cause to you were telling me the, how it originated. Sound that's a really cool. Yeah. Cause, background. cause Ashley, actually my buddy, Ashley, he did a lot of like research on the thing beforehand.
1: And so he was kind of going off about it as we got up there. And he pointed out basically the dude who started it up. Like, apparently, the guy who started it up, most of this is his collection. Now, a lot of it is donated and stuff like that. Uh, But apparently, a lot of this is like his collection. And and, uh, he basically took it to the Chamber of Commerce, I guess, or something like that, or the Tourism Board. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to figure out something to do. And he goes, well, we could start an action figure museum. And they said, okay. And so they started an action figure museum. And so like most of the collection is his. And now, like I said, a lot of it is donated and stuff like that as well. Uh, but, you know, I got to talking to him because I started, I, he had a, a cell barge. And I was famous for being on here, going like, "I'm not doing it because it's not going to get funded." And I just, that's just stupid. Yeah, and he did. And and every time I see it, I kick myself, going like, "Dude, why didn't you do that? Why didn't I? Why didn't didn't I get the cell barge? It's so beautiful. It's so cool. I should have got it. Should have got it." How does he it have
0: a display? Does he have it displayed with figures on it?
1: Yeah, he's got a display with a bunch of Java's cell barge denizens and stuff like that. The Java's denizens type figures and stuff like that. And it's right there with like the, like you go in, like you go into the one room that I said half of it's Star Wars, the other half, the other side mm-hmm. of it's like the, you know, sci-fi type stuff. And so it's there with like all the Star Wars stuff and you know, like this good junk. And
0: it was just,
1: it's, it was just, it's just a really good time, man. It's, so, just, I
0: mean, so anybody, living in say from Dallas Fort Worth and throughout the rest of North Texas, it's not a bad drive.
1: You no, say. it's so. not, man. It's, it's, it's like if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area, like from my place, just North of Dallas, it was like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming from DFW area, it's probably going to be about two hours and you, You can, it's easy, easy to do a day trip and that's about it. I did get a line on a cool, uh, uh, shop to go check out. Oh, there it is. There's the card because I was talking to him and, and, uh, I was, uh, I was, like I said, I was gushing. There's two things I was gushing over. He had a USS flag, which is you know me steven and i wanted that toy so bad whenever we were kids but it was expensive it was like a 99 nine dollar toy back then back then back then in the 80s and so like back in the 80s now you think of a hundred dollar even a hundred dollar toy nowadays isn't like my millennium falcon right up there above you costs more than 100 bucks yeah you know uh and this thing was a seven foot long piece of plastic that you could set like three sky strikers on and a couple of like helicopters and stuff uh so back then, a hundred dollar piece of plastic was expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, very expensive. And, uh, that was, you know, I, I was gushing over his Sky Striker and I was gushing over his, uh, his sail barge. And the lady heard me and she told me about this one place that I need to go check out. And I think it's a place that our, our, our buddy Dennis has been to before called Toy Base 10. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to get there hopefully soon because it's in uh Oklahoma city, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it's just one of those things of where it's like, I'm really, I, I, I really want to go back to the, <laughs> to the action figure museum now, man. Cause it's, it's just a lot of fun, dude. It was a lot of fun. It was, especially if they keep doing little different things of like, Hey, find this figure. I didn't ask them. I kind of wish I would have to see if they kind of like rotated a figure, was like, oh, hey, well, now look for this one yeah, or whatever. Because if they did something like that, they easily can do that. Like Not only like, hey, find Waldo, and they can move Waldo, Waldo all the time if they want to. Did you just want to touch the
0: toys? <laughs> old toys?
1: No, I wanted to, but then also a little bit of me is going like, there's no way in hell I'm touching that because... With my clumsy ass, I will knock stuff over, and it will just be a domino effect. Oh, because, God. Yeah. because especially the one setup, the one display where I was talking about the adult's bedroom. Like, dude, like, like, there's reasons why the figures here behind me are in just, like, a big pile. Because I, I, I have trouble setting figures up and displaying them because my hands, like, I'll set one up. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go to move out, and you try to, like... Yeah, and next thing you know, I'm you very careful in yeah, this room. Yeah, you very you barely brush something, and next thing you know, it's just like domino effect. And I could see myself knocking over about Everything. two thousand action <laughs> figures and going like, "Oh crap!" I'm "Ashley, why'd you do
0: that?" Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, I would just turn around and run away at that point in time. Well, uh, uh, 1980, I looked up real quick. That's three hundred dollars now. Oh, holy crap. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and then the USS flag that came out in probably about like 85, 86, somewhere in that area so was that still time. like, yeah, like you said, still about 300 bucks though, cause it wouldn't have been that big of a difference in, in price five range years, yeah. in, in five years. Because I want to, I want to say that the original Millennium Falcon, where the original Millennium Falcon came out in like 77 and 78, it was like a price point of like 17 to 20 bucks, which is still a lot for a toy at that oh, point. Yeah. You know, you're thinking an action figure was like a dollar fifty to two bucks, you know, Mm two twenty five or whatever. So like twenty dollars for a big piece of plastic, you know, that was you know, people were making like a dollar something an hour, two dollars an hour or whatever. You know, that was minimum minimum wage, of course, or whatever. But yeah. Very cool weekend so far. Sounds good, man. Oh yeah. I had to get a drink of water, dude. I was dying. I was like ah, Drying out nah, over there. Nah, dude yeah so much i, I feel like I've been, i have been i feel like i've been dominating uh, the whole well, thing i've been talking well, for like the past twenty minutes no,
0: that's fine because <laughs> i, I want to hear about it, it sounds, i mean i definitely want to check that out sometime
1: yeah we'll have to go man you know what we need to do we need to go up there and go to this toy base 10 and then we can hit the action figure museum and oh. it's just like we could. it's
0: easily to, easy to do in a day trip yeah just leave early just leave early because yeah oklahoma city yeah a bit of a drive but it's yeah but it's it was, it
1: was like it's like 60 something miles from paul's valley or whatever because yeah. i saw that and i was like man we're way the hell up here aren't we but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's fun this pretty scenery, believe it or not. As much as, you know, us Texans like to talk crap, talk crap about Oklahoma. Oklahoma's, and like that, Oklahoma's beautiful. It is, man. It's, that's what's crazy It's because it drives me at the wall because it's like, it is actually really pretty up there. But yet, you know, us Texans, we always, you know, tell the jokes of like, you know what? Texas did not fall off in the Gulf of Mexico
0: because Oklahoma, Oklahoma sucks. sucks. Yeah, and that a, whole. A
1: lot of birds fly upside down in Oklahoma because ain't nothing worth crapping on Yeah, or
0: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that, that whole Texas.
1: <laughs> that drives me nuts. I know it, dude. That's the same here. Because it's, it's just so funny. It's just the same thing as, like, they call it Texas Red Dirt Country. And it's yeah. like, no, we've got a little bit of red dirt. What's it's really Oklahoma. red dirt is Oklahoma. Yeah, because yeah. it's the entire blasted state from north to south, the east to and west. And that's what's like funny is dirt.
0: Oklahoma and Texas really have so much in common. Oh, yeah. But
1: well, we'll, we'll have you seen the new, uh, the new, uh it's like their new emblem or something like that that they revealed here no, recently no, it's no. like a lone star and like they're like they're like the annexation of, of oklahoma has begun to, oh, God, to north texas oh man. <laughs> like, man man oklahoma is just now going to be referred to as northern texas or whatever I was like awesome <laughs> yeah i was just like oh my goodness why not yeah i mean might as well would that mean that we'd have legalized weed in here or what Cause it's legal there now. Like, yeah, oh well, I know, I, oh I know. Well, it's like right middle. across the river. Yeah, right across the river. Like it's medical, medical, medicinal marijuana, I guess. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, it is. Yeah, but still, I mean, like, sure it I, is. I mean, come on, dude, just like, just. Uh, I, I hope we don't lose the listeners because of the, but that. But I'm like, dude, just legalize it. I'm I'm under, I'm under the mind frame of legalize everything and tax the crap out of it. Yeah, I'm not I have no problem with that except for I draw a line on certain things. But but yeah. but, but that no, come on, yeah. I mean, come on. It's gonna happen. I mean, people can grow it. There's a reason why it's called weed because it grows like a weed. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna get off my soapbox. I don't want anybody to get politically soapbox, pissed off at man. us and be like I can't listen to these guys anymore because they're just stupid. Well, a bunch of freaking idiots. Next thing you know they'll be telling us dogs to get a vote or something like that. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I'm just going off about stupid stuff. Yeah. <sighs> but that whole text thing, I've been I've been seriously we've always talked about doing episodes on history and stuff and oh, i'm yeah. like i've said i've decided recently i'm like i'm doing it and what i'm going to do is it's going to be like 10 to 15 minute history lesson episodes okay. on texas history but trying to make it interesting and, and like telling a story in 10 minutes about something and tying it into the bigger picture okay the part of it is this whole nonsense about texas being so great yeah <laughs> i mean I, uh, about uh, how we're really a bunch of jerks <laughs> we do come off i can i can see how we sound like we're just a bunch of jerks Everything's oh, yeah. bigger and better in texas yeah 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 sure it is
1: <laughs> sure it is we, we we were a bunch of
0: hooligans that ran away and, well here's the thing pers- uh, perspective right <laughs> yeah Every, texas native i'm a native texan you know how short our history is in texas oh yeah it's not very long ago, no. like and 18? in fact all our, our texas heroes <laughs> From the period of 1836 to the 1850s, every single – the 60s and 70s, all those people weren't born in Texas. Oh, yeah. They were from Ohio and Virginia and Tennessee. And New York. And New York. Yeah. None of them were Texans. No, they weren't. Yeah, (laughs) You know, even our family only goes back – our grandparents were born here. Parents born here, grandparents, great-grandparents – might have been born in texas yeah. but more than likely their parents definitely weren't because i know they were from arkansas yeah
1: well i've got a i get a relative on my grandmother's side it's like a great great however many great grandfathers that was uh at the battle of san Jacinto. yeah yeah uh, but that's like on my grandmother's that's on side, one know? line that's, that's just one line no exactly yeah and it's, and it's like Yeah, we've been here quite a few years and stuff like that, but still. But in perspective of history, it's not that long. It's a flash in a pan is what it is. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's like, really, you look at all these guys that were great Texas heroes that you call or whatever, you know, like Davy Crockett. Yeah. You know, you can all go to hell and I'll go to Texas. He was running away. And that was the reason why he came to Texas. He was running away. William Barrett
0: Travis from the Alamo, he deserted his wife and kid to come to Texas. Yeah. Abandoned them.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and the whole thing of like breaking away from the Mexican government was, you know, (laughs) bad. A lot of it was
0: based just because slavery was illegal. Yeah. And they, they, uh, they yeah. trumped up some, I mean, they had some reasons to be upset with Santa, the way, because Santa Ana, he was going, they wanted to limit the the immigration of Anglos yeah. into Texas was getting really out of control and they wanted to control that. Yeah. And then you got people, I'm sorry, the manifest destiny idea. People were just flooding into Texas because knowing was, we're going to take it away. Yeah. And why wouldn't Mexico be afraid of that? Yeah. And try to restrict it. Try to restrict it and restrain it a little bit. I mean, no, exactly. When Stephen F. Austin moved. His father is the one that instigated that. 1821, uh, they announced that you could come and get a contract and start selling people in these impresario regions. Yeah. And then they Moses just... Austin died. Stephen F. Austin came. You had to you had to convert to Catholicism. Yeah. Renounce your United States citizenship, and you know start learning Spanish. And they did it. And they did it in good faith. He did. Yeah. He worked really hard his entire life until it became. I mean, he got stuck in prison at one point, and then he was on the peace side. And then there's guys like Travis and Bo Bowie, Bowie, and you know, Crockett showed up. And then there's a lot of other people. They've just said they just were they just weren't going to beca- stay in Mexico. Yeah. And then the revolution happened, and blah blah blah, and. Yeah, go texas for, <laughs> right yeah. then all of a sudden the, the texan attitude was born it was born yeah, it was yeah. born
1: it was born at that point in time well it, we'll just take it
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and, and they did yeah. it yeah they were yeah and the the, 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 the the it's so many interesting things the native american relations with like sam houston oh yeah he's a really interesting figure I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go off on this because I no, no, I, just no, was, no. I brought it up, but there's so many little interesting little things. So, Texas was in the Confederacy. Yeehaw! I'm so sick of seeing Confederate flags flying around oh, in Texas. God. Yeah. You know, most, a lot of people did not want yeah. to secede. Yeah. In fact, most counties um, in the area we live in. Yeah. And then along the frontier border uh, where the frontier line where the settlement line had gone and which wasn't that far past where we're living right now. Yeah. They all didn't want to leave the United States. Oh yeah, well, there are lots of people from the North living in Texas that didn't want to secede. Sam Houston, who was a Southerner by birth, yeah, he was governor of Texas at the time of secession, and he refused to acknowledge. He didn't want to acknowledge it. Yeah, he's like, nope, this is not what I stand for. And so they removed him from office, put another yeah. guy in as governor, and you know he died not long after that. I was about to say, didn't we? I thought we also had like an agreement with like the United States or whatever or to not succeed or whatever or, what, or whatnot. <clears throat> then one of the myths is that Texas can 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 secede at any point, in and you know, that's I'm not like, true. That's Not true. Yeah, what we can do, and this was in the the um, in the laws as it, when annexation happened we can subdivide into as many as 5 states. Oh okay. We can do, so if we wanted to get 10 more senators or Uh-oh. 8 more senators we could make 8 more or 4 more Texas states. Oh wow. And like have the state of North Texas, have the state of uh, East Texas, have the state of South Texas and then the West Texas, you yeah. know. Yeah that is something that's possible.
1: Well, I know that's also like a point of contention, I guess, with like California where California has been trying to divide the state into like a North and South at one point in time or something like that. But that was basically to help like their, would it be, I don't know if it'd be like their economy, but like, I know that like California's always in trouble of, even though it's like one of the highest tax States, they never have, they're they're always on the verge of bankruptcy somehow or whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, yeah that's pretty neat though see i didn't i didn't know about the whole like we could split into like four well, other that, that states is a, or that is a
0: true thing that's yeah. pretty
1: neat actually i don't see it ever happening i don't but. i don't either because i mean like it's kind of funny because you know it's you know it's on the opposite hand whereas California's always on the verge of bankruptcy it seems like where texas is there at one point in time i remember whenever oh uh what was his name? The governor right before uh, 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 the guy that we have now. And I can't think of his name. Mister Wheelchair that we got right now. Uh, well, Abbott is now. Yeah, Abbott. Hey, Rick Greg Perry. Abbott. Rick, and before that was Bush. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rick Perry. He, I remember him saying something that we had like four billion dollars in like a rainy day fund or something <laughs> like that or whatever. Something something ridiculous like that because it used to piss me off that like you know he would sit here and make these claims of like oh well, we have four billion dollars in a rainy day fund that we're just like sitting on. Whenever we do nothing but build nothing but freaking toll roads all over the place right, and just keep charging right. you more and more money, if you need to go east and west somewhere in the Dallas-Fort
0: Worth area, you're basically going to be driving on a toll road. Well, another myth of pe- that we put out in movies and TV do this is that Texas is a rural state. Everybody lives out in the country, has horses and cattle. and Yeah. Texas actually is one of the most urbanized states in the United States. Yeah. I mean, like one of the – like the, our – what is it, El Paso Our like? The most urban area is a suburb, and it's it's more it's a high it's a higher population than some of the other states. Uh, yeah, most urban area. Oh yeah. Well, what it? like El Paso is like the is it El Paso that's like the
1: fourth largest city in the United States or something like that or whatever? I know Houston oh.
0: is the biggest city in Texas. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, then maybe it's Houston <laughs> then
0: yeah. or whatever.
1: I just know El Paso always trips me out because it's like you're driving, there's nothing, and then all of a
0: sudden there's El Paso. El Paso really should be part of New Mexico. Yeah. When you look at it, because I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just talking no, to you. No, I, I don't care. if anybody No, no.
1: <laughs> no you're, you're good. I'm enjoying Texas the hell out of it. Texas
0: settlement was only practical up until, until this point, kind of where we're sitting and a little bit farther past. Because yeah. at the 98th parallel, that's when really – the rainfall started dropping so much at the farther away she go that it really was not practical for people to move out there and live until they started developing things like windmills and things like that. And yeah, Oh, a little thing named the Comanche and Kiowa. Oh <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were adapted to living there and really just traveling through that part of the country was really, 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 really hard on you.
1: Oh, yeah. And I mean, that's
0: some rough country
1: anyways. Like, um, you get out past Fort Worth. Yeah. Headin' west. And you and know, it's, it's, unless dude, you
0: knew where some natural springs were. Or, oh, you, yeah. You'd, you'd probably just die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'd probably. Or you'd, you'd run out of water. And if you didn't know where you're going, yeah. you, And it's so big. Oh, so empty, like you, you. It is a big state. It's well, that's huge. that's what I tell everybody, man. Like you, that's why. Like I, I,
1: I, I've made the drive to El Paso one time, and I'm never making that drive again. Next time somebody tells me I have to go to El Paso, I'm flying, because once you get past Fort Worth, you have Abilene, and then Odessa and Permia you could probably get to
0: chicago faster
1: you can but there's but there's nothing out there dude there's, there's nothing, nothing. so you're driving for 12 hours mm-hmm. with maybe 15 minutes of like stuff to see and that's it because odessa permia like you you always hear about odessa and permia like they're like major Cities or whatever—they're not. They're like the size of Denton. It takes you five minutes to drive yeah, to it or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's
0: it's and nothing. They're there. really there because of oil, I guess. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I was actually talking with Ashley yesterday because we were talking about the Marfa lights and things like that. Yeah, sad experienced that. I
0: would like to experience that, but like that's way out there, way out there. It's there in the Big Bend, you know. And but pretty much everybody in Texas lives from draw a line i mean there's wichita oh, yeah. falls and lubbock like you said up and then up but that whole panhandle area and then west texas there's not many people out no, there no no even,
1: even those cities out there in panhandle like amarillo and lubbock they're like little
0: voids to themselves out there you know it's like lubbock's like they're the, they're islands in an ocean of of nothing yeah. yeah so everybody and this is where it was in the 1860s when the civil war broke up everybody was living along this line yeah from just a little bit west of Fort Worth, maybe. And this draw line down past through San Antonio all the way down. And then people, of course, were living up and down the Rio Grande Valley all yeah. the way up to El Paso. Yeah, so Texas being big, yes. But at the same time, that was really the only reasonable place for people to live because that's the only place you could actually live and raise livestock and grow crops. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 fascinating, man. In fact, there's even that one, uh, what's the name of that, uh, the, uh, what's the name of the breed of the cow they actually raised out there? But it's, like, southwest Texas. Like, uh, the name of the movie is, like, a rare breed, or the rare breed, or whatever. I know it, man. Hold on, I'm going to pause and look it up real fast, because now I'm
0: curious. What's that? Marfa Marfa is... kind of a, like a weird place now. Cause it's like an international art hotspot.
1: Yeah. And apparently they're like hating it too. Oh really? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, well, it all started with that Prada store that just popped up there in Marfa. Yeah. And like, it's a Prada store out in the middle of nowhere. There's like, in, in fact, like the picture of it's like this tiny little building and you look at the building and there's just flat, nothingness. Like it's like basically set there in the desert for no reason whatsoever. Uh, But anyways, yeah. So what were you saying about the? Yeah, Santa Gertrudis was the name of the character. So and it's actually I I I was gonna say King Ranch, and that's basically what it is. People like have you ever been down and seen the King Ranch? Oh yeah. Like that's
0: another thing that people don't realize and how just massive that stupid thing is. Well, our our cousin lived. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he's like, that's when you're just driving through the country, you're in the King Ranch. Yeah. That's yeah. how big it is. Yeah, and like there's actually little places like we we went to eat at this on this coastal thing of the, where they had a little bay or, or you know fisherman's wharf and you go eat seafood. Everybody that lives there, that, all that land is owned by the King About Ranch. The, oh yeah, they live on the King Ranch. The, like the King Ranch just gave them a lease, like a hundred years. You can you can just live here. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. No, it, I don't even know how big it is. It's it's ridiculously huge. Yeah.
1: Well, Santa Cruz. Gatrudis- uh cattle are a tropical beef breed of cattle developed in southern texas on the king ranch they're named for the spanish land grant where captain richard king originally established the king ranch uh but yeah the, the, it's, there's a movie about it and it's the the a rare breed and mm-hmm. I, I actually looked up the movie a minute ago and it's like maureen o'hara and yeah and um maureen o'hara man she's like i love that woman like she might have been the whole reason why I like became like a fan of redheads and stuff like that. It's <laughs> possible, like, but uh, but uh, you know her daughter. I don't know if you've ever seen. Well, you've seen Home Alone. The, yeah, the mom, um, the mom and oh, that's the daughter. Of that's Marina? that's that's the daughter of Marino Marino Harris' daughter. Did not know that. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's got Jimmy James Stewart in it too. James Stewart, yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie, man. I need to check need that to out. To check I don't know out. if I've ever seen that. Yeah, it's good, man. I watched it a long time ago. I and mean, it's basically just it's it's a couple of like British women with their cattle or their one cow that they bring down to Texas to breed with the longhorns. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, because the, 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 the longhorns thrived because they, they, they were, were better. I mean, they're just tough. Yeah. They're just tough. They were, and they were a Spanish cattle mm-hmm. anyways. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of like, I guess why they did so well in the area or whatnot, but yeah. Yeah. We did a, we, we went down to Corpus a long time ago. Whenever I was a kid and we went out to King ranch and did like a little tour and stuff and got to see and <clears throat> like they worked cattle by helicopter. Yeah, stuff okay, like that. that's how big like, it is yeah that's and they basically have to because if not like they just wouldn't be able to cover
0: the well, area plus that that land that brush land the scrub tree short trees it's gonna be so easy to lose yeah and the mesquites not be able to know like where that. your cattle are especially oh, yeah. when you're talking about those huge plots of land Yeah, crazy. and
1: people and people don't realize that mesquites can pop your freaking tires man oh yeah they can. The, the thorns from mesquite trees can pop your tires well, they man
0: can so pop you too good mm-hmm. those grief hurts. yeah
1: they can yeah, what movie was it where they run through the mesquite?s Was that uh Was that Young Guns where they go through the mesquite?s and it Might shows them been. just getting all torn up oh, yeah. and stuff? Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's impenetrable, really. Oh, no, God, yeah,
1: yeah. That's one thing you don't want to see. <laughs> it's yeah. a clump of mesquite. It's trees. good for barbecue, but <laughs> I was not, much <laughs> not much else. About to say the same thing.
0: Not much yeah. else. I mean, if you have one mesquite tree on your property, you're going to end up having all of it covered yeah. with mesquite trees in no time because they're like a virus
1: oh yeah that's why you see people go through and plow them down with like yeah. bulldozers and crap and stuff like that but
0: mm-hmm. yeah no man that's pretty damn
1: cool I feel like I cut you off and you stopped talking no. about Texas history
0: but, no like, I don't even know I didn't even mean to do that I, I, don't I know. enjoyed it so you cares? brought up Texas and Oklahoma yeah. and I'm like this has been on my mind a lot. It's like, <laughs> you're like I'm going to set the record straight here, guys. We're but, all a bunch of jerks, really, to tell but, you the yeah, truth. Yeah, and We're all a bunch of bad guys. It's kind like,
1: <laughs> of you know, like it's like the outlaws. Well, when and you crap like that yeah. came down here,
0: yeah, they run run away, yeah. You yeah. just ran it running away. Yeah, yeah, so yeah the bad <laughs> elements pretty much came here. Yeah. yeah. Another fun fact: the first Anglo settlers in Texas, yeah, were illegal immigrants. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> they were living up you know along the arkansas border and yeah. they're like hey build a wall to a, keep them out man. we're a long ways from where the mexicans have any yeah. Something they can't stop us we're just gonna move in and just live here
1: yeah yeah well and then like start thinking about like you, okay so and then you go from that region you say you go down south below the the arkansas line and stuff like that mm-hmm. And you go down south to where Louisiana is, and that that yeah. that country down that area, to where like what they call the Big Thicket. Yeah, yeah, and things like that, man. I always like you know, I, that's one thing that I always think of <clears throat> whenever I'm driving through. Like we were driving through going up to Paul's Valley yesterday, just outside of Ardmore, you start getting up into kind of like really kind of rocky, mm-hmm. like almost like mountainous style terrain and right. stuff like this. I wouldn't call them mountains because to me they don't seem like they're big enough to be called mountains, but Oklahoma does have mountains. Oklahoma does, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's, it's like you, I always, I look at that and I'm like, man, what was that like to try to cross that back in the exactly. day? Exactly. Yeah. You know, now we've got these highways that we're just hauling butt through and stuff like that or whatever. But could you imagine going through that on horse, kind of like going down through the big thicket, trying to get through that on horse and how many days yeah. it might have taken you just to go 10 miles because of the brush. There's a reason why it's called the big thicket because there's so much underbrush and growth and stuff like that. And it's just right there, just a little bit further to the, to the west is, you know, San Jacinto and all like that type of crap, in Houston, and and just constant swampland the entire way
0: through or whatnot with crazy wildlife that's trying to kill you every time. Oh, yeah, when they established Houston, the city, early on, it was just a nightmare because it was just swampy, and everybody gets sick and die all the time. I mean, you, you, your chances of survival back then yeah. were not good. So was Houston always called Houston, or was it yeah. named something else? Okay, so. it might have. There might have been a local community, but it was established really, really early on. Was it named after Sam Houston? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right after, right, he was alive during the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. In fact, I think it was one of the first capitals of the state. There yeah. There was a huge uh, fight where they had decided to, I think, I'm, I don't I have all of this exact i can't give you the exact time frame yeah i think there's a a period where there's an archives war where austin had been for a while one of the, the capital and they decided to move it yeah and then so people went to get all the papers and documents the governmental you know archives yeah and take them to houston and the people of austin open fire they're like you ain't taking it we're yeah yeah there's a bunch of crazy man bunch of crazy
1: that's awesome like again yeah. a come and take it come and take it come and take it, and take it. <laughs> <laughs> except for this time instead of a little cannon, and it's papers yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's books and stuff like that. That's that's freaking cool though. Yeah, I don't I don't know. We probably have a whole bunch of people out there going like, this is not interesting, but I'm enjoying the crap out no, of it. But it's like, not for
0: everybody. and yeah, well, I know that's that. A,
1: that's the thing. I always tell everybody whenever I try to tell people about our podcast, I always just tell them I'm like, this is mine and my cousin's excuse to get together and hang out once a week and talk. Basically.
0: This is the stuff I think about. Yeah, no, and that's, a lot that, all that, the time.
1: Well, and I'm fascinated by it because I'm always been interested in it as well. So like whenever you're sitting here talking about it, I'm
0: digging the crap out of it. Don't you? When is- you're driving down the road road and i wasn't well god it's not been that long since people lived here what oh, was yeah. it like that 150 years ago and the another misnomer is that people weren't here yeah people didn't people the, the mexicans and the french they were all over this oh, area god, yeah. doing stuff you know not in large numbers another interesting thing is that strikes me as i was looking at the population's numbers there were so few people at that time. Like, I'm probably going to get this wrong too, but they like early on in like 1830s. I think like the population of the United States was not much bigger than the entire Dallas Fort Worth metroplex. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, man. You know, now we're at 300 plus million for this yeah. country. But when I was when I was born. We've almost doubled in population. Oh yeah! And in fact, the state of Texas has almost doubled in populations from the from when I was born.
1: Yeah. Well, and a lot of that is a lot of that's you know transplants and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. People moving into the
0: state. You know? And then that goes back to you know people moving in here. Oh, Dang my. it! The nativism of Texans. Yeah. The, our entitlements of this is our state. When really that's all america is oh yeah all america is is always people moving to try to find a better place to live yeah and you know god bless them i
1: oh yeah like i keep i keep i keep telling everybody like i'm i'm wanting to move further north you know you know n- not necessarily out of the state you can't go much further north but like maybe out there next to where y'all are, are you and sure stuff like are gonna that? live in oklahoma yeah <laughs> <laughs> damn right well i got a state tax i'm not paying a state tax oh no yeah and then, well, they do have and they tax their groceries i would have to go across the border into texas to buy groceries because i'm not paying grocery taxes yeah. on my groceries and that always trips people out well i've got a bunch of friends that live up up in oklahoma and uh i dated a girl that lived in ardmore one time and i was like man you should just drive down here to get your groceries man so that we don't have to pay tax on them she goes you don't pay taxes on your groceries i was like well some things that we do, like sodas and like maybe frozen foods and like potato chips and things like that, we pay taxes on. But like stuff that you've got to prepare, you don't pay taxes on. Flour, no. sugar, stuff like that, you um, don't pay taxes Gainesville, on. Gainesville, Texas, Walmart sales just went up. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's, <laughs> <gonna> be, that's, <laughs> that's That's why my honey hole disappeared up there. Yeah. Like, they all was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, nobody, they're buying the WWE figures, is what they're getting. They're yeah. Getting the Star Wars. Some of my jerks from the DFW area that. Cleared out my blasted honey hole buttholes.
0: Don't tell your secret. It's like I was telling you. That's why that I don't, we, we yeah. talked about the VHS collecting and all that, how that was on the rise. Yeah. I went back to my spot, one of my two spots, and every single tape was gone. You opened. Six your, big boxes. Yeah. Like, you opened bro, your big mouth, Michael. Yeah, That's what happens. It's like anybody listens to this. <laughs> yeah. No. no.
1: No. No one's listening to me. Yeah, they're like, Michael's been buying up all the VHS tapes. These things are gold. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like oh one day, anyways. Might need the lashings to make a, a raft so that way I can get off the island with Tom Hanks and Wilson. I'll
0: stop boring everybody with Texas history. Nah, I man, I, I, mean, I am gonna do episodes on it just for my own. Do it, you guys. Fun. I'm enjoy because, because I'm, I enjoy it, and uh, there's so many stories like the red haired Comanche Indian raider. Yeah, that was seen all the time, like raiding settlements and stealing horses and killing people, and he had red hair. Really, and he was just a white dude that got stolen when he was about six years old, and became a full fledged. Because that's what they did. Yeah, they they did steal women and children. Oh yeah, and the kids, Cynthia, the story of Cynthia Ann Parker, Quana Parker, the last uh, one of the last famous um, uh, ward leaders, the holdouts against the United States uh, trying to get them to go to the reservations. He was he was a uh, the the son of a. Uh, Anglo girl who was kidnapped in 1845, no, 1836. Oh. So, Parker was taken away from her family at Parker's Ford in 1836. He was born in 1845. Isn't that kind of interesting that the year of independence she was taken, the year of statehood she was was born, and then, uh, then they, some guys, good, Charles Goodnight and, uh, some other rangers found her and took her back home, forcefully took her back to her people. Yeah. And she, and she died of heartbreak not long after that. Yeah. But now there was this guy, and he's like, long red hair. It was, uh, and he was just, he was just this one of the worst, apparently. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't even a, you know, he wasn't even a, by birth a Comanche, but he, yeah. he was on, he was culturally and. So
1: now even like, it, far west because i know apache nation was like there in arizona and stuff like that but far west texas didn't that have a little bit of apache also because it? Well,
0: it stretched down into mexico and stuff like the that. the apaches man. were that was all apache out in west texas and okay, stuff. okay okay L- L- lippin L- apache and just apaches yeah and okay. then the comanches didn't get here the comanches did not they got the horse about 1700 yeah and they were actually shoshone indians from way up north and they had broken off about 1500 and then the horse got taken after the Pueblo revolts in in uh in Arizona. Yeah, um, the horses were started getting spread out to the Apache, and then the horse spread all the way up to the Sioux and the, all the big tribes we know about the famous ones that most people do recognize the name of. That's where the horse people, the horse the horse tribe started, and the Comanches were the best. Yeah, they fit it the best. You talked about how they uh, comparisons to the Mongols. Yeah, on horseback there were people from Europe that would come over and see the the Comanche warriors on their horses and hunters on their horses. And they said, no person ever rode a horse better, better than the Comanches.
1: Yeah. And I'm, uh, you know, you mentioned something about that. And I completely forgot about doing that research because that's just one of those things I'd like to do just for fun. Yeah. Just because it's like, I would like to it's, compare. It's interesting. But, oh God. Yeah. Because I mean, the Mongols were known for their, their ability to ride horses and to shoot bow and arrow from horseback and stuff like that. And a lot of them, You know they say that silk was basically developed by the mongols because silk like if they were hit by an arrow then the silk actually like kind of clung to the the arrowheads and they made them easier to extract the arrowheads and stuff like that or whatever but like
0: Yeah. yeah yeah but the comanches what they did they came down from up north and pushed into texas and they are there records of them being in like New Mexico in the early 1700s, and then they rode into and they did they just didn't care. Yeah, they were so bold they just rode into San Antonio, in, like their 1720s or 30s, and just made their presence known. Really, and <sighs> the the real terror on the early Spain. One of the reasons that the Spaniards could not get settlement into they tried really hard to set missions and Presidio's missions being the, for the church Presidio's would have been like the little fort. Yeah. And then they, they, they wanted this. They wanted people to come up into this area because it is good land to live in. Oh, yeah. It would have been great, but the Apaches were such a headache. They were always stealing stuff from them, killing They did not get along. And uh, they had, it was already a long record of, uh, bad blood. Yeah. But the Spaniards at one point they realized, Oh, Well, here's these other, this other tribe is pushing in. Let's just make a deal with them. We will trade with them. We will be friends with them if they will help us. And they just like, Comanche's like, yeah, let's do this. And they just like pretty much drove the Apaches out. Oh, really? And then from the 1700s on until 1870, 1875 time when, that was a red river war when the United States army went in force and the Buffalo had already been cleared out and there was just nothing for them to sustain themselves on at, at some point. And then we got the bright idea. Let's just kill all their horses. Oh, and then, yeah, well, that's how we yeah. kind of beat them. That and, and, and disease dwindled them down to yeah. from like but, 20, 30,000 people early on, say 1750 by 1860 or 1870. There were only like 6,000 Comanches left. Yeah. Anyhow, that's what they did, and then the white the, the white settlers started moving in, and they did not. They there were two points of view. One was let's just try to get along. That was Sam Houston's point of view, and then the others are like they don't belong here. This is our land. Yeah, some, some, somehow <laughs> this is our land, oh, and, still uh, translates today. And it just it was like they the, the they hated they hated the Anglo settlers, the Comanches, and Kiowas did just as much as the Apaches had hated this and mexican okay people so
1: yeah I, I i think uh you know one of the things that and i'm i'm sorry i'm not trying to change the subject no now, just no. because it like makes me think about it like one of the things that i do think is neat whenever you're driving in oklahoma is that you know you go through the certain areas and it'll be like kiowa nation yeah and this is kiowa nation area and then you go to another area and it's like this is comanche nation area yeah, and yeah. then the you know the, the chickasaw, chickasaw, chickasaw chickasaw oh god yeah yeah, yeah, no, it's in uh <clears throat> it's 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 very very interesting and stuff like that because I mean Oklahoma was the reservation for the, the United States at one point in time.
0: Yeah, yeah, in territory. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then that's whenever they are like, oh well, now we're going to take it back and we're going to allow the land, you know, the 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 what we- they call it, the the. The big settling of Oklahoma, where they did the
0: uh, Sooners and they, stuff yeah, like that. They um, always found loopholes to yeah. get. Yeah. Oh god. Everything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. It's 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 all real interesting to me. And like I said, man, now that I completely totally, I can't I can't believe I sat there and forgot about that. Now I'm kind of kicking myself because, I it's something that I would really like to look at how because they you know both the uh, both cultures being really good at horseback with the the the, the Comanche and and the the Mongols and like, I've got a little bit of an idea of how the Mongols, like with like Genghis Khan, like Genghis Khan was like ruthless dude. Like he was like, people don't realize just exactly how bad that dude was. Like he would go in and like go into a city and like the city would be like, well, we surrender and they would kill everybody.
0: They just just kill
1: everybody. And then they would go through. And then about a week later, he would send another force back just in case. Yeah, they either a left anybody alive, or b somebody that was from the town that was out away or whatever, and decided to come back. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to leave anybody alive. Just just crap like that, man.
0: And that was like his like as he was like burning his trail through the well, Comanches would do uh, something similar. They would hit a place, yeah, and then they would leave some people waiting to see if people that were hiding come out so they could get them. Really, yeah.
1: So yeah, very similar. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. If anybody wants to hear an actually good conversation regarding this subject, go to the Joe Rogan podcast oh. and listen to the episode. I think it's S.C. Quinn is the author that's on okay. it. And he wrote a book called Empire of, uh, I forgot. It. It's, a, it's, a, it's about uh, the Comanche nation and their empire. It's like They were like the, the most strongest force yeah they held more territory than any other tribe against everybody against all the other tribes all the other uh against us yeah the anglo people that were moving in and uh so yeah that's a that's a good yeah, yeah. i'd check that one out joe yeah. rogan yeah. does a really good doc. i mean because he's fascinated with that kind of thing too. oh I know. he's fascinated yeah. with <laughs> all that early history about just survival and he's into hunting and all that. Oh so yeah. It's always interesting hearing him have his perspective on it. Have you ever thought
1: about where if, you know, uh, the United States was devoid of Anglos. Like yeah. they never came up. Spanish mm-hmm. never came up. And the, uh, the, the natives were able to flourish and evolve on their own. Have you ever thought about where they would be? At the point in time, say now,
0: like how I've far thought about? They, that, I'd wonder, yeah, you know how far, far they evolved. It would have, it would have been very different, yeah, because this if contact. One of the the most devastating things was disease, yeah, and in fact some tribes lost up to ninety percent of their populations from cholera and smallpox and oh yeah like that i mean the the amount of people that lived on the United States at some point I don't have the statistic at hand, but it' was huge the Native American just for North America was really, really big, oh yeah, and just disease just gutted everything well, whenever you think
1: about it, almost every state had you know native. Mm-hmm. A native nation
0: living there. First Peoples that were, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and uh, you know, I've heard people say that <clears throat> if the natives would have been more evolved and, and more tools as in, like, the black powder gun and stuff right. like that, instead right. of using bows and arrows and things yeah. like that, that the the Anglos never would have even had
0: a chance. Because the well, amount- there's that also, and there's also, they had enmities between each other also. You know?
1: Oh yeah, but but what really, and, and what really helped out the Anglo's whenever they came was the 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 not being exposed to diseases like you said, like cholera and smallpox yeah. and things like that. That that like actually like came through and devastated like what, the, what they've been trying to say with with like the Amazon and things like that, where there were like whole societies that are just blanked out that we don't yeah. know yeah. anything about that were just gone.
0: Because of disease and things like that, we brought over by the conquistadors, the, the the first Americans, the first peoples, had huge. You, did you do the Graham Hancock book where he talks about Cahokia and all the the mound builders and? I've got it. I haven't haven't it's listened to it. It's worth listening to because it it's all true. I yeah. mean, I mean, he goes out on this, some of the speculative stuff, but it, this is not s- fake study. This is true. We had huge cities. They had. There were big. Cities, yeah, in North America before contact, oh yeah, were were like tens of thousands of people living in one area. That to have a community that large takes a really advanced level of agriculture and trade. Yeah, and disease just wiped it out. Oh yeah, and then we farmers came in and just plowed up over a lot of a lot of the history got just plowed up and destroyed. Yeah, I mean maybe ten percent survived. As far as what we can know, like the Caddo Mounds, yeah, Waco, that was part of this whole complex part. Sometimes it's called like the Missouri, uh, Mississippi Death Cult area or southeastern complex of this. These peoples were like this big giant nation already established yeah. with different tribes that had similar, you know, religion. And I mean, they were advanced as far as they, they knew astronomy and all. They just didn't have the things like you're talking about. Black powder weapons and yeah. refining and making uh, the things uh, like we did, yeah. Because
1: yeah. they had steel. Because whenever you think about like you know walking out finding an arrowhead or spear tip or whatever, and it's made out of stone, those are actually ancient. You know, those are ancient. Those yeah. are those, like twelve
0: thousand, thirteen thousand years. Yeah, ago. I
1: mean they had steel at the point in time. Like whenever you see these things, so they were shooting at like settlers and stuff like that. Those were steel tip. Arrowheads and stuff. Like but was so.
0: also after contact with, like, the French and... Yeah, the French sprayed, and their French. You could stuff, get it man. and make stuff like oh, that, yeah, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean...
1: It's, it's all interesting. It's, it, it, I love it. It's all... I just could sit here and talk
0: a whole other hour just on this crap. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to monopolize. No,
1: no, no. Because I didn't really have anything else to talk about except for the
0: action figure I wanted museum, to bring so. up one thing, though. Oh, what's up? That's actually people that listen, if they're still listening <laughs> if, if, <laughs> i don't it, i don't care who gives so it indiana jones yes uh harrison ford and indiana jones project still in the works for indiana jones uh five yeah apparently it's going to happen and he's still makes the comment makes the statement that basically when i'm done indiana jones is done And I can see that he takes ownership of it because he is Indiana Jones. Oh so, yeah. I have two questions. One, do you think that's practical for a company like Disney to stop? Yeah. Is Indiana Jones a big enough money maker, enough fan base, to where they could keep keep doing uh, projects? It's not Star Wars big. I know. No. It- it's not. Mar- it's definitely not Marvel big. Yeah, but there. You, you I don't think it has to...
1: the potential to be Marvel big, and I think it has the potential to be Star Wars big. Uh, well, even still, I can't even say that because you're looking at one character, where one Marvel character. Yeah. in Star Wars is many characters or whatever. Uh, <clears throat> I think, like, I, I mean, I hate to break it to Harrison Ford, but I think, like, once he's done, they'll just find another Indiana Jones, and I do believe that they are
0: going to move forward with multiple
1: Indiana Jones movies later on.
0: You just go back. Uh, into the gaps between all the other movies and to have other adventures
1: oh yeah yeah you just and you don't even have to go into the between the other movies it doesn't to me it doesn't you could even like i mean i mean i guess so Uh, you could go back between the gaps but you could always do some sort of adventure of indiana jones doing this and adventure of i would to me that would seem like more of a you could possibly even do more of a, a a series out of that, like a not necessarily a movie series, but maybe an online, like, uh, you know, like Disney Plus series and yeah. things like that. Yeah. But I, you know, uh, it's, I know some people hate to hear it, but, you know, Disney's going to exploit everything that they can out of Lucasfilm. There's a reason why they bought it and they bought yeah. all the properties yeah. that went along with it is so that way they can make money off of it. And, uh, you know, I I love Indiana Jones probably as much as what I love Star Wars.
0: He's he's one of the main reasons that I just spent and wasted everybody's time talking about (laughs) the stuff I just did because he made it fun to look into the past. That's the whole reason why I got into history. Yeah and stuff like that, because
1: I mean, like, at, at the point in time that Indiana Jones came out, the first movie came out in, what, 1980? And then I think, like, 85 and then 89 or something like that, you know? Like, those those were such big times in our development and stuff like that. I didn't know what history was in 1980. I didn't know what an archaeologist was, but I saw these neat artifacts and this dude going on this adventure and stuff like that, That I was like, that's really cool. And then whenever I would get older, and then, like, the Temple of Doom came out, out and you are starting to learn, I want to say, as like maybe like sixth grade or so, whenever Temple of Doom came out, and I started actually getting into like world geology yeah. and like history and things like that, where you're actually starting to learn this stuff because you might have had history classes in like third and fourth grade, but it's more like. George Washington was the father of our country. Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president. And, you know, know, he said, don't take any wooden nickels. I don't think he ever said that. But, you know, I had a teacher that always said, don't take any wooden nickels. And so that's how that kind of got thrown in there. But anyways you know things like that uh you know it, 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 we didn't really start learning history until like say like sixth grade is for some reason, really starting to like peek out in my head seventh grade seventh, seventh grade seventh grade
0: and here in, in texas seventh grade is when you Where took you your took, texas history took class. your
1: texas history class yeah yeah with that that flimsy paperback book with not the brown me.
0: cover with the alamo on it not me i had a great textbook and i still have it oh really i got it. i found a copy of it because oh. it was a really really good textbook yeah and one of the cool things, when you open it up, it says, history is adventure. Oh, like, cool. Because at my age, because I'm a little bit older than you, that's yeah. when the, that was probably where they were. Actually, those were old textbooks at that time. Yeah. And uh, that's probably when they started like doing new textbooks. So by the time you came around seventh grade, they probably had switched to that flimsy. Yeah. And oh, yeah. The whole t- subject of history textbooks is a sore one for lots of people because... Apparently the the state of history textbooks is not very good no no anymore. Yeah. And uh what you're learning is not that good. No. And uh I I do remember
1: uh my, my history my Texas history class was seventh grade and coach Coach Grundy, he was he was old as the hills. And I remember one of the first few things that he, he said. He might have to known this.
0: Stephen F. Austin.
1: <laughs> dude, that was a thing. Like, he came in. And that's what's funny is, like, I remember our first day of Texas history class. He walks in, he goes, Well, and he goes, The reason why they got me coaching or Co- coaching, the reason why they got me teaching Texas history is because I lived it. <laughs> like, he had, like, records. Like, dude, when I say he was old as the hills, he was old as the hills. He had, like, records that, what was uh North Texas Teachers College which is now University of North Texas and uh, he had like records at the North Texas Teachers College in like 1940 or whatever and stuff like that like that's wow. how yeah like yeah. track records and of course he's got like pictures all over the wall and stuff and he's like you know and that was like his little joke is the reason why he was teaching Texas history you, is because he lived Texas history
0: and you all know like what? This. that that brings something up and you want another hi- fun history fact about our perception of time passing and how long our history really is and how really in comparison to the histories of like say Italy and Oh yeah. Thailand and other, other cultures, India, really old cultures are India. Uh, George Washington died in 1799. Yeah. I think that's right. John Tyler, who was president of the United States in 1845, 1846. When I think he, he was president in 1845, Polk was president during the Mexican war, which started in 1846. So, but in 1845, he was president. He was born in 1790. So he would have been nine years old. Thereabouts. And they both lived in Virginia. Yeah. So possibly there's a possibility that their past could have passed in some, at some point, because he, Tyler was born to like a well-off family. And of course, Washington, you know, yeah. well-off family and president, everybody could have been our King, all this. Yeah, exactly. You said this coach of yours had records in the 1940s at this college, right? Yeah. John Tyler's son had a son that died in 1936. Holy crap. George Washington, John Tyler, this guy. My grandmothers and grandfathers and yours would have been alive when somebody was alive whose father could have known the people from the Revolutionary War growing up and did. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. that's crazy in my head how that line is not that far. Oh yeah. Well it's like <clears> that one uh that
1: one uh podcast that we both listened to that was on uh uh the Confederate uh, it was the the Civil War wives or something like that. And they were both married yeah. to these really old men that were in the Civil War, yeah. but they were very young and they were alive still in like what the 90s or yeah. something like yeah. that? Nuts. Yeah. Crazy
0: crazy crazy
1: i don't know but we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, yeah we're gonna wrap know. it because fast i know i yeah my butt is hurting like you wouldn't believe need to get you a comfy i you know i'm thinking about they've been getting new chairs at work and they've been throwing out a bunch of the old ones they've got these really nice like swivel chairs and things like that so i think we're gonna go dumpster diving at work and snag a couple of chairs we should we'll see uh anyways go by rate us write a review just remember please be kind
0: we like five tomahawks. Yes. Oh. I don't know. That was no, always five sound. stars.
1: Yeah. That was the sound. We always made as a kid when we were playing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's bad. Somebody, somebody. Yeah. It's really, it's really, it really is, but uh, who cares? Um, <laughs> at this point in time, probably nobody's listening. No one to is <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> I'm sure somebody is somewhere. I can guarantee you. Uh Greatest right of you. Like I said, we like five stars. Just be kind. Um, I forgot the whole rundown there for a second. Go by Twitter. Follow us. This is the number two BT show. That's number two BT show. That's on Twitter. Also, email us to show at gmail.com. The number two BT show at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, I just created us an Instagram page the other day. Oh, really? We have no picture up for the profile. I, I just started it. I'm going to start posting stuff there that I'm also going to post on Facebook. I'm going to bring back the what's on your shelf what's oh, on yeah, the shelf this yeah. week type thing. I'm going to I'm going to bring that back. I'm going to try to do that in a little bit better of a video <clears throat> like actually like edit it instead yeah. of just me like doing the selfie the entire time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to start Picking like one thing from the collection once that's a week. awesome. And I think, yeah, I'm, I've, got a, I've got a little bit of setup and stuff like that. So, but we'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be posting pictures like I'll be posting pictures from this week's episode about the, uh, the action figure museum to that and along with the show on Twitter. So go by, if you want to see what I was talking about with the action figure museum, uh, you can go by, follow us on Twitter. That's the number two BT show. That's the number two BT show. Same thing for the email www. No, we're not doing Audible yet. <laughs> 2 show at gmail.com. Uh, if you like audiobooks, you want to hear some Texas history that we were just in talking about, you can go by Audible, www.nerdylegion.com slash Audible. Yep, Sign up should. for one free month. Get you some good stuff. One free book. You can do Harry Potter. You can do Texas history. Yeah. Or you can do Red Rising. Or you can do. Definitely
0: do Red Rising.
1: Definitely do Red Rising. I always tell people, you got to you gotta do that one. I keep trying to push it like it's the Bible on people almost. On my way yeah. over
0: here, I just finished the final book of the four books of the Lonesome Dove series.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get on that one at some point in time. But I think that's I think that's it. That's I, it. I already butchered this rundown so much it's ridiculous. No, it sounds so, great.
0: Yeah, I'm not too worried about. I, it. See if I'd have done it like I try to do. I try to do the intro. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you, I butchered that. You did a good job, nah, man. Nah, it, it, felt, was, it was unnatural. It
1: was it was a bit weird just because we're used to doing it the other way. But you know what? I give you props, dude. I will give you ten out of ten stars for it. I thought you did great. I tried. You tried. You did a great job, man. With that being said, I'm David. I'm uh, Michael. Two BT signing off. Adios. Bye, buen okay, yes. dia. So it goes. That was my Transformer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Boom. Nerdy Legion. NerdyLegion.com.